0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of words of heart in today's episode we have the absolute honor of chatting with miss chris chris uh Christopher alvarez yes thank you for joining us today yes
1: yeah, thank you so much for having me It's an honor for me to be here.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, the honor is completely mine. I read a bit about your story. It's incredible. And I feel like once my listeners get a chance to hear your story in a few seconds, they'll be just as much as inspired as your story has inspired me. Oh, thank you. So if you could share a bit about it. That would be great. Well,
1: um, well, I was diagnosed at the age of sixteen with bipolar disorder, and you know, with just being a, a teen, and it was very tough for me at that age. Um, it felt like I always say, you know, like the rug was pulled from under my feet. Basically, um, for me, it was, you know, going through. Puberty, going through high school, it was everything, you know, like a normal teenager was just difficult enough. Add to that bipolar disorder, you know. Um, before I was diagnosed, I was getting a lot of symptoms. I was uh, going through periods of no sleep, uh, a lot of energy. And, you know, when you don't sleep, you think, you don't have energy. But in my case, I was just bouncing off the wall, as you could say. Um, and the uh, the first time I had the first episode, I remember um, I just, I couldn't sleep. And I told my mom, hey, I feel, some, I feel something's going on. And she's like, okay, just get some rest. She actually, she worked in a factory. So she's like, okay, I have to get my sleep. So you try to sleep. And I was just anxious. So I ended up going and walking myself to the, like, miles, a uh, few miles uh, to the hospital because I was having a panic attack. And at the time, I thought, you know, I can't breathe. I didn't know what was going on. So they, when they treated, when I got there, they treated me for an asthma attack. Um, the medication they gave me caused an actual. Uh, I don't know if it was the medication or it was just the fact that I was actually having uh, a a reaction of the actual bipolar disorder, but um, I got psychotic. Now, what is psychosis? It's when you hear things, see things that are not actually there. Um, yeah, it got to the point that I don't remember how I got home. You know, I don't know if my mother was actually called into the hospital. I don't remember. I just remembered, uh, the the whole next day. Um, eventually my mom decided, okay, she needs to see a doctor. Uh, and at some point I remember like I went and I looked up online the symptoms that I was having and signs pointed to bipolar disorder. But when I actually got the confirmation from an actual doctor, it was, you know, like it, it was, it was very, very heart-wrenching. Um, uh, my mom decided to put me on medication right away. She, um, she, she decided, you know, I want to fix what's going on with my daughter, as any parent would. Um, but there were side effects to these medications. Uh, I ended up gaining weight. I was drowsy, uh, you know, and in high school, I, I couldn't function. I was, I felt numb, um, and
0: it was, it was very tough. I can completely um, understand your perspective in regards to um, being diagnosed with bipolar. Um, I mean, I had a lot of serious um, health issues growing up as well, but um, most recently um, I had diagnosed with diabetes. Um, I actually celebrated a year as a Friday, having been diabetic for a year now. So as far as the world being pulled out from under you, I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know being bipolar couldn't have been an easy um, transition for you, especially at 16. High, as you just pointed out, high school is really not an easy time as a teenager whatsoever. Um, how did your family and your friends respond um, to you? you being diagnosed, because I know many people have difficulty, um, comprehending, um, that. Um, I
1: think my family was very supportive in the aspect of they were there for me. They didn't understand what was going on to, um, you know, they were there for me when, in the, in, in the extent of they were there to support me with being there in how I needed them. But they didn't understand what I was going through. They didn't understand, um, you know, and I rebelled. I rebelled in that aspect because um, I couldn't explain to anyone what I was feeling. I couldn't explain to anyone what was going through my mind and the thoughts I was feeling. And and, and Um, they saw what was going on and they were there for me to get the help that I needed and to seek the, 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 the medical attention or to get me the help, but they didn't understand necessarily what I was going through. And that was very hard for me at the time. So I think that I was, it was, it's bittersweet for me because from that came the idea of me starting a blog and someone mentioned to me, you know, from, I think it was one of my English teachers, you know, you're a very good writer. Um, You should use this to actually uh, vent, you know, and from there, I started journaling. I started writing my thoughts and venting and it really helped me get through the situation. And... I figured out, I'm like, you know what? There must be someone out there that could understand what I'm going through that has to have, you know, some like-mindedness or some, some kind of situation similar to my own. So I'm, I decided, I'm like, you know what? This was around the times MySpace was going on and, and the internet was kind of starting and all that stuff. So 2008 or so. So I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start a blog and share my thoughts, share my my personal feelings of how, what I'm going through and maybe someone is going to feel the same and also vent. And I decided to create this blog of where other people can actually share their feelings as well. And I made it to the, so that it could be, you can share your feelings privately to me, but also you can also publicly share them if you wanted to. So it was kind of that thing. Um, but just so you can have someone there kind of thing like we can have a support so it was kind of like a virtual support group kind of thing at the time and it didn't really pan out as I expected because I didn't have a following I didn't have uh, that kind of situation going on but um, the idea the idea was there you know and I remember times when I used to be manic and I would try writing letters out to Famous people, you know, uh, like Demi Lovato or uh, Tyra Banks, or people that I thought would help me with this mission of mine to actually help other people going through stigma, going through certain situations. And I mean, these letters never got sent out because, uh, you know, I didn't have the addresses or I didn't have, but my idea was always a purpose to help other people going through stigma, going through mental health disorders, and struggling. Um, and I never gave up, you know, I never gave my idea of just wanting to help others. And eventually I fell into some depression because the medication, I kind of didn't really, uh, like the side effects. So I would, as soon as I felt better, I would stop taking it and, you know, I would, Uh, I would fall back into, I would spiral out of control and, and, and relapse. So what actually helped me was when I had my son, he actually grounded me. He, I had a decision to make when I had him that helped me see that I wasn't alone. Um, because it wasn't just me anymore. It was also him and I, and, um, I saw that I had to be responsible for something else rather than just myself. So I decided, you know what, I have to take my medication now. And um, so I started doing that. I started being more responsible. And from that moment on, things got a little bit better because like I knew um, the side effects weren't the best. But eventually I started working with my doctor and I started telling him and advocating for myself and saying, you know what, this is not working. This is working. And, um, this, I don't recommend that anyone do, but I even at some point I started, uh, changing my medication on my own. And I, like I said, I don't recommend no one uh, would, no one does do because I wanted to fix the medication on how it would, um, on the side effects and all that stuff, because my doctors weren't listening they weren't listening to me at that, at certain points. And, um, you know, and and I, to the point that I, I decided, you know, I have to obviously work with my doctor, but I took it into my own hands. And I think that that was the wrong way to do it, but I decided, you know what, I have to listen to my doctor I have to have him listen to me as well and then eventually I worked with him and 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 her and and we we worked something out um but I think very it's very important to advocate for yourself so yeah
0: I find I find extremely important to advocate for yourself because um until this um, past year 2020 the year everyone tens- tends to want to forget um, mm-hmm. except in my case um, if I hadn't been diagnosed with diabetes a year ago then I wouldn't have witnessed 2020 so more so than ever I've been like really big on like using the power of my voice for good and ways raising awareness for diabetes or just encouraging others in general so I wholeheartedly agree with you to speak your mind no matter what what it is that's on your mind it's important to Mm -hmm. speak out
1: that's very true I think that um when we speak from the heart and we speak um what we believe in I think that we always it's it's very good to share what we believe in because someone needs to hear it you know, you don't know to hear that message. Um, and that's, I think that that's what I've, what I've done. You know, I think that um, from the beginning, my mission has always been to, you know, I, I used to see this as, a, as something that weakened me, you know, something that used to hurt me or used to cripple me or something in a way. And eventually I started seeing the beauty in it, you know, because I think that I, and I call it my kryptonite because um, before it used to weaken me and I, I, I used to let it weaken me. But now, because I used it in my own way and I've created this um, this way of helping other people through my own, through my weaknesses, I created my my way of helping others. Um, i've made it into my virtue. so you know like and 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 not only that but i feel like i don't know, like i don't know what you believe in the universe god or whatever but i think that in, in my aspect like i believe in god and and i think that god only gives us what we can we can handle. like he doesn't give us what we can't handle. um and you know in, in my aspect i think that the bipolar disorder has made me a little bit more creative or a little bit more intuitive with certain things and um you know uh, i think that knowing what your talents are knowing what your purpose is in life it's very helpful when it comes to this yeah
0: i completely agree and i my belief system is in God and I was, uh, to clarify your question and many people's response to when I got diagnosed um wasn't really reciprocated well I mean my family loves me but keep me in mind that I had a lot of other health problems growing up and just as I'm getting my life together and doing fine in every other aspect of my life boom I get diabetes um but um, my response to it, keep in mind, I was having emotional turmoil inside, which nobody was really aware of. I was trying to be strong for everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, my response to it was this by having diabetes, this was God's way of giving my life more purpose and actually giving me another chance to live my life because if I hadn't have been diagnosed, um, I could have died. Mm-hmm. Um, as hard enough it, as it is for people to hear that, it's absolutely unfortunately the truth. So as far as God utilizing our talents and using the darkest of our circumstances and using it to help others in some way, I 100% believe in that. I always tell everyone that everything happens for a reason and that's completely true in every aspect of life
1: that's very true and and seeing things in different perspectives um one situation that i always use i think that um for example like if your car breaks down and like i I said this yesterday but if your car breaks down you know um and you think of it as oh wow my car broke down you know and you see it in that negative aspect you and if instead you see it as in the glass half full, you'll say you'll say, you know, maybe my car broke down because I was gonna get in a car wreck. You know, you see you you learn to see things yeah. in a different light. But it's it's like the same same thing you're saying. You know, you say that if you would have never gotten diagnosed, you know, you would know you would have never known where you would have been today. Right and that's like the same thing i'm saying it's like i i am thankful for my diagnosis because thankfully i am helping other people um, you know and, and there's always there's always good in every situation whether it's bad or good but it's there's always some good in every situation so but yeah I, I think that's very true.
0: Yeah, that's actually um, also probably why God placed the um, specific word on my heart called warrior. So <laughs> that's pretty much been my mantra for this whole season and 2021 as well, to be a warrior for change. And you absolutely exemplify that um, as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, now you bring that up with the change. I feel like, you know, with with changing and stuff, it's it's like, um, you know, it's like, and, and now I'm like changing topics a little bit, but it's like, oh, no, uh, oh no, it's okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> but um, uh changing our perspective, it's it, it could be hard. It could, yeah, I can. It, it could be very hard sometimes you know and uh but when we do see that when we see the 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 good it, it makes a whole world of difference
0: it really does mm-hmm. So, out of curiosity, because I know many people have been affected by this pandemic in some small way, um, mm-hmm. how are you doing since this pandemic hit? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Well, honestly, this year has been has brought a lot of joy and has brought, in some ways, but has also brought a lot of changes in my life. And you know, like I said, I'm an open book. I'm I've, I'm very open with my life and for one in my career it has brought many many joyous moments and in some other changes I'm actually now recently separated I actually um I was married and now I'm separated separated from my husband but um I think it's a new chapter in my life I think it's something that to be honest it was a little bit of a long time coming and uh It's something that um, it's not that I'm, you know, saying that I'm proud of, but, um, you know, we we are mutually, it was mutual. And, you know, we were co parenting and and it was the best thing for our family, I think. Um, But emotionally, mentally, I think that I'm in a better place. Um, And being that, it was just, honestly, I think that in general, I think that when it comes to change, it, it's sometimes difficult. You know, we always think that the safest place is, is staying in your comfort zone. Right. And, and And I always say, you know, why is it hard for us to do the things that are going to improve our life? You know, and I think that that was something that for me, uh, it was hard. It was hard at first, but eventually, you know, it, we all ha- we all have to adapt. We all have to adapt. We all have to um, grow into our own in our, into our own um, uh, into our own new chapters. And, and I think that uh, I'm growing into my own new phase in life right now so i'm learning new things about myself that i didn't know and uh but i'm 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 enjoying this new aspect of my life that's good yep i think i'm a master of change
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i've become a I wouldn't say a master of change quite yet, but I'm definitely getting there because the irony is I was so resistant to change, but then boom, I'm diabetic and I have to experience the biggest change of all. Mm -hmm. I'm like full throttle when it comes to change.
1: I I think I have something that might be able to help you. I actually have a guide. Uh, I have two guides. Actually, I have a six step guide of mastering change. And then I have a 12 step guide to mastering change. And I think that I've created these over time because change can be very hard, to be honest, for anyone. Change change is something that, like I said, it's very hard sometimes to do the things that can improve our lives because we tend to hold to that security. You know, when I was living in New Jersey, I moved to Tennessee. I live here now in Tennessee, but I moved, uh, what, almost four years ago to to Tennessee from New Jersey. And when I was living in, in New Jersey, I was living in my mom's house. I had never moved out of my mom's house. Um, I was, I had was just recently married. Um, and it was something that I was really scared. I was really scared because I had never been independent in in, in certain ways and I had my son and to think that, you know, I didn't want to live in that life for the rest of my life, you know, living in my mom's house and, and, and being in that space, I guess forever, I didn't want to be like that. So honestly, when I, um, made the decision me and my when uh my husband and i and and my son we made the decision to move out we basically risked it all you know we took and i'll be honest with you i'll tell you the actual number that we that we uh the money financially we took seven grand and that's all we had at the time and we made that happen you know with seven grand we moved down here and we actually we took a leap of faith because i was i was freaking out i was just like you know uh, i don't know if i don't know if i'm going to get a job i don't know if i'm going to get my insurance uh, my health insurance being that you know i had bi- i have i have bipolar disorder and I, I need to take my medication um and i had all these fears and i had i was afraid of the unknown i was afraid of of the what if what's going to happen you know if if this or that or and, and everything was just so scary to me at the time And one thing someone told me was, and that was like the push I needed, whatever happens, it's going to be okay because it's going to be a learning lesson. You know, if you fail, it's okay. If you succeed, it's okay. And I think that was the push I needed and I did it. And it was the best decision. You know, it worked out, it worked out at the end. You know, I had my ups and downs either way, but I'm still here, you know. Everything at the end of the day works out, and that's what you always gotta like keep in the back of your mind. There is a quote uh, that I, I I really like, and it's it's a, it's a psych- like psychology quote or something like that. And It says, "The hardest decision in life is the one that's gonna make you grow."
0: Amen. That is quite a quote that anyone can relate
1: to. Yes. And. Honestly, I think that it, I did. I did grow because, you know, for example, now I'm actually living with my two children and I'm independent. I, I feel like I'm independent now because, you know, I, and now I'm even more independent because I'm living on my own with, uh, now I'm separated. So this is even a whole nother chapter of my life and I'm okay. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I always needed, but I always needed that security blanket. I always needed that comfort of, of, you know, of of something there. And eventually, I let go of that. But it it, it took me some time.
0: So. Alright. So, considering your journey and everything all those you've obviously again are a massive warrior Uh, in my so honest opinion Uh, um is there any um advice you would give anyone who's gone through your um type of experience or any other experiences in general before we wrap up yes i
1: think that advice I can give someone is just go for it whatever you're trying to do in life don't wait for you know you to be confident enough don't wait for you to be pretty enough don't wait for you to be whatever enough because you know what you already are I think that like they say the grass isn't greener on the other side because everyone that has done it was in your position at one point and they started somewhere. If you see the story of Jeff, uh, Jeff Be- Bezos, the Amazon um, CEO, if you see the one of a, there's a picture out there of him in his little office and you see the Amazon sign and it was just uh, like a little, you know, it's just a little Amazon sign. And he started, you know, out of like nothing basically. And he m- created this whole empire, built, you know, worth so much out of almost nothing. But he started somewhere. So aspire to be great and just go for it. Believe in yourself.
0: Well said, Miss Alvarez. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, I no other questions and i'm pretty sure you want to go back to inspiring others although i'm sure many people were inspired just now and thank you for joining us today thank you so much for having me i had a great great time meeting you
1: thank you so much
0: no problem and to my fellow listeners until next time